I'm Jen Bates. And I'm John Curtis. And, and we are two nerds. Good morning, nerds. Hello, nerds. Welcome to all of our listeners around the world who still haven't emailed us to tell us where they're from. But we know you're listening. We see it. We can tell. Hi, welcome. Welcome, nerds of the YouTubes and the Facebooks. Uh, so Hi. we didn't really I didn't really put anything on he, our our docket for what we did this past week because I don't think we did anything very interesting. I had a lovely <laughs> visit with my family in Vegas. Well, maybe that's why we had nothing to do because you were with them. I was gone. <laughs> that's right. We've started watching the Netflix power up movie. Oh, I like it. We still have an hour left, so don't yes. spoil it. When I was in Vegas, I got this cool shirt from my sister. Thanks. Pew pew. Nerd. Uh, hello, nerd. Maria Barton. Welcome. Oh, well, since Maria Barton's here, oh. she also told us to, to open, open this, this on, on air, air. Uh, which makes me nervous because she guaranteed that it was not dirty. But that doesn't mean it's not inappropriate. <laughs> okay. Oh, look. What is it? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, a mask with baby Yodas. They're so cute. Two baby Yoda masks Aww. that match. And the blue looks so cute with your eyes. Maybe the white's better. Let's see. <laughs> Thank you. Those are really cool. I love nerd gifts. That's the best. Uh, Good morning, nerds. Dave hello. Hoffman, Jenna. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. So I saw this. Um, study this past week and i'm really hoping some of our gamer friends get on and some of your you love gaming your, your studies. gamer friends well wait till you hear this what and also i've kept the air on so that's kind of the little shh i don't hearing. think anyone hears it that's good because i hear it. so there's this gamer study uh mm. before i get into it though i want to show this clip i really wish more of our gamer friends were already on they're probably still slowly coming because i think that they will appreciate this especially to women who game Whoa, and I break this <laughs> Still melting, by the way. Still hot. Ooh. Is oh, that, I, uh... I have to share screen first. Hold on. Yes. Add to stream. We'll get used to this at some point. Is that Brooke? Wait. Hello, do you have a mic? Bye. Do you have a mic? You gonna use it? Do you have a mic? Hello? Yeah, okay, bye. I'm not gonna listen to another mic that's literally 10 freaking miles away. <laughs> I think that's the fun. Did you hear it? Did you hear what he said? I could barely. He says, he's a little kid. He's like, oh, I was just talking to a girl on Fortnite. <laughs> he sounded like maybe six or seven. It's, it's, a, it's a new thing for adults. It's hilarious. Hilarious. But uh, good morning to Chris Edgar. It says, I can't hear your fan over my high intensity fan. Are we having a fan oh, battle out? My sister said she did not hear the video. Uh, you did not hear the video? Yes. Well, that doesn't make sense because they can hear us. They yes. can hear our music. We heard the video. It was really cool. Maybe I should try. Maybe it's just low. It is kind of a low video. Wait, let's, turn up the volume maybe, let's on your... see if. Let's see if we, yeah, let's see if we turn up the volume on uh -huh. here. It's worth watching again. Jenna said she heard, Jenna heard the video. So, so what's your problem, Maria Barton? But it's uh, funny. Let's watch it again. Okay. Hello, do you have a mic? Bye. Do you have a mic? You going to use it? Do you have a mic? Hello? Oh, wait. I yeah, have to add okay, them to bye. stream. We're Not enjoying it without them watching Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Listen to another mic that's literally 10 freaking miles away. Coming up. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you guys heard it. Once again. It's really, you know, this streamer makes it really easy, but we really need a tech person to be handling all this. I will say this about having a female in a gaming room, like in a gaming session, okay? If you're playing a first-person shooter or something like that in the really toxic environment of like Call of Duty or something like that, Having a female present cleans up the room. Okay, well, this is what the study's oh. about. Glad you brought that up. Oh. <laughs> so, let me add this to stream. Um, I'll actually just read it. I'm not going to put it in the stream, but um, it basically said that there was these researchers who studied Halo 3 with um, 82 of the games having a female voice on the microphone and 81 with a male voice. Um, the other players only spoke 102 of those games, all of whom were male. <laughs> Uh, 
So because one of the things that I, we talk about all the time is I don't want to go on mic as a girl unless I'm like totally having one of those games where I'm whooping and like everybody's <laughs> dying and I'm holding the team. It happens once in a while, like especially in Realm. You've been whooping a lot lately. I'm getting better in Rogue, but Realm is I'm still it's still my better game. But then I wouldn't mind as much. But you just there's so much crap you get for being the girl, you know. And there's people out there saying how girls are ruining the gamer world, and it's just you know toxic. So I thought this was interesting, but. Uh, so the, the, the unsurprised, so I'm going to find the thing where it says, um, unsurprisingly, the number of negative comments made to the female voice player decrease as their performance increased while reactions to the male voice players was neutral. So if a girl's doing better, <laughs> people are actually nicer, right? But if you're doing better, nobody cares. It's still the same. Having women in gaming makes the world a better place. All the toxicity goes down. Like the racism goes down. Like the good vibes go up. But the title of the study was men who suck at Halo are more likely to treat women poorly online. So it goes back to male ego. Ugh, come on, guys. But you talk to me about this all the time. Like you're always saying how didn't you show me a clip or was there some we saw a clip or something of like all the. The, there was a, the, all the guys were wiped out, but one player and then the player went and swept and cleaned up the whole thing. Were you watching this clip with me? Maybe. I and don't then, know. I follow. And then at the end, when, whenever the, the whole, it was, they won because of this one player and then she went on mic and they all heard it was a girl and all the dudes were like, Oh, no, I want to see that clip now. <laughs> I thought you Why would you bring that me? up? I want to see it. I have to find it now. <laughs> but, uh, Jenna Edwards, this title is hilarious and sad because it's spot on. <laughs> where's the uh, where's the banner? Uh, oh, where's the what do you mean? Where's the banner? Or where's the quote? The I read it to you. Oh, oh, I thought you put it up, but I didn't see it. No, it was just a bunch of words. I was gonna put it up. Gotcha. Uh, Maria says we're too late to read in her comment because uh, oh, she didn't hear the fan. She heard the clip. Uh, so we just played the clip again louder for everyone. <laughs> but it was enjoyable. <laughs> it wasn't was. It? it really was. Uh, Jason Barton, I talk to John's sister. <laughs> God. What does that mean? <laughs> Is that there's an inside joke I don't understand here? <laughs> I I don't even know how to broach this subject. <laughs> he likes bringing up the fact that my brother-in-law has sex with my sister. It's terrible. <laughs> Hi, Mama Curtis. Ah, 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 ah. Although Mama Curtis is probably glad that they have sex because it brought a grandbaby in the world. So. Okay, just can we move on to the next subject, please? <laughs> well, we've... Oh, yes, because it's fun. You actually brought this to the um, to the plate. So let me get it prepped up here. Oh, what you got? I'm going to add the stream. This is you. So you're talking about it. You okay. want to set it up before yeah. I show it? I don't know what it is because I forgot. photos of the toys. Oh, well, it's just... It's just what it is. Okay. People set up these toys, but photographed them well, really. Is there something that we need to know about them? These are all toys, though, in these scenes. No, it's just really cool photography. What do you think? But it's all toys, is what you're saying. Yeah. I think that it's really cool. It's way better than anything I've ever done with my toys. <laughs> but I think we have we have goals now. Oh, come on. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's one of my favorites. That's why I did that one last. It's pretty cool. Um, you also <laughs> sent a clip from us. This I was nerding out to so hard. I don't know. Do I have the clip? Um, you gave me a link that's not here. So I don't, I can't play it. Sorry, babe. What? <laughs> what? Okay. I'll find it. But talk to the talk. Let's talk about something in the meantime. Okay. Well, so. I have nerd news, but we're not going to talk about that. You want to talk about how Maria loved watching your meltdown that just happened? Yeah, we're not going to talk about that either. Because <laughs> it puts okay, well, talking subjects in my head. How about I find the happy clip you sent? Um, but let's move on to having our guest on. Okay. Because we do have a guest. And First I don't I'd want like to wait. take a sip out of my <laughs> giant stein. Giant stein made by Celtic, Celtic Storm, Storm Design. Designs. Like a commercial. It is. My it's don't handcrafted. Let you down is from Hot Topic. It's handcrafted. Okay. So I have an amazing friend. She's the kind of friend who, if you're sad or angry or whatever, it doesn't matter because if she pops into your newsfeed or your face, you're suddenly happy. She's one of the brightest people I know. I know. And she's just, I call her sunshine. I send her emojis that are yellow hearts and sunshine all the time. 
So it's Jenna Edwards. Now, Jenna's had an, an insane, there's a lot of stories she could tell us, but why I brought her on the show today for our favorite sci-fi TV show episode <clears throat> is that Jenna got to live six seconds of her best life on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh. and she's going to tell us the story. So oh. please say hello to our lovely, lovely Jenna Edwards. <laughs> hello, Jenna. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh, you're going to make me cry before I have to come on. And I have an Oprah cup. Do you? <laughs> We're a bunch of nerds with our cups. Yes. And also, the cup is yellow, which I love. And I changed into my yellow shirt. <laughs> is that a Harry Potter shirt? No, it just says it's gonna all it's gonna be all right. I thought you were ripping a house. In well, particular. what's funny is Jenna. I, I she's yellow, so you would think she's a Hufflepuff, but she's actually a Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor. Are you Ravenclaw? I oh, you Ravenclaw. Did you friend, you are. No, did you retest because you no. were for a minute? I wasn't. I was never. I was. I was like trying to get Hufflepuff, and I just incessantly got Ravenclaw. Like every test, I Ravenclaw moved to do to just keep retesting. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenna, yeah, is there even an interesting story about how you got the Buffy episode? A lot of our listeners actually know Jenna. Look at that. Wow, I know. <laughs> Hi guys. Nerd summer and of course, so this will be fun if you guys haven't heard her story. But tell us, tell us the whole sorted Buffy story. What I know you tell us the whole after what happened, but wasn't there something sure. that got you on the show? I my brain oh, is just the fact that I'm sturdy and can take a punch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like a sturdy Minnesotan and can take a punch, but actually it's really, I hadn't even thought about this in decades, but I've spent decades. Can you believe that? Like that's crazy. When was the last Buffy show? When did it air? Well, that's the one Jenna was on, which 2005? was- The last Buffy episode was 2000, no, no, no. Sorry, John, sorry. Though, which I love. I know, but I know. years ago? I literally just rewatched the whole series. Which is a little trippy since I'm in the last episode. You're like, ooh, Buffy, ooh, Buffy. And then you're like, that's my face. <laughs> well, tell us the story. Tell us how that changed. I think in some ways it changed your life or how you thought about things, did it not? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, as an actor, you're like always thinking, I got to get a really big part. I've got to get a really big part. And I got um, booked on Buffy. And it was literally, you guys, seven seconds of screen time. That's it. <laughs> but it was like, for me as an actor, probably one of my favorite days ever in the world because I was the last scene ever shot on the show. So after they, um, yeah, I know. It was crazy. And I think it was my first, like, the only role I had done before that was Unsolved Mysteries, which is like not nearly as big a production. <laughs> so I walk in and I'm like, in this giant warehouse with like a thousand people. I'm kidding, there was maybe a hundred. Um, all like fussing about me like, oh, do you need water? Oh, do you need this, right? And um, Joss obviously directed the scene. I get to call him Joss because I've met him all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we did the thing and he, sell he called cut and literally everybody started hugging each other. And there were people that were crying and I was like, Wow, so this isn't a moment for me to participate in. I mean, these guys have been doing the show for what seven years, and um, so I left. I like walked down. So basically, my set was literally an airstream trailer, and it was in the middle of this warehouse. And I was like, awkward watching everybody, you know, do their thing. And um, so I was, I left. I I walked away, and I was all the way like to the door on the other end of the trailer when I hear Jenna. And I was like, oh my God, did I like leave my mic on? Oh no, I wasn't mic'd because I didn't actually have a line. Like there was like all these thoughts going through my head and I turn around and here's Joss flipping weed in, running across the warehouse. And he's like, I just wanted to say thanks for being in the show. What? Like, Joss Whedon? You love it. Just flipping weed in, like gave me a hug. We took a picture. He said thank you. I looked at him I'm like you realize you're Joss Whedon and this is Buffy, right? Like, <laughs> like you don't have to thank me. Are you kidding? 
<laughs> I love it. So but then great. something magical happened after that for you too, which is one of the best parts of the story. Yeah. When I just had seven seconds on screen, it doesn't matter. Nobody right. cares. And then what happened? Right. So, you know, a couple months later it aired and, um, you know, it was a big deal because I was chubby as well. Like it was the first chubby slayer. And cause I inherited her powers. That's the, that's the whole thing. Right. And so, um, I was at this film festival. Gosh, it had to have been at least five years after. And you guys remember it's seven seconds, right? And I'm sitting in the green room at this film festival and it was also a music festival. It's actually where Jen and I met. I don't know if it was that year, but it was that festival. And um, the guy who played Spike is in a band and he happened to have just played. Like she says, the guy who played Spike. Uh -huh. uh -oh. It was, what? Oh, no, go I, think for it. We, I think we lost you for like two seconds there. Oh, sorry. Um, so this woman comes in and she was asking if that band had come on. And I was like, yeah. And you could tell she was really sad because she wanted to see Spike. <laughs> like she was a fan. And being in LA, I've learned that if people are kind and nice, I always want to tell their fans that, right? Because every time I have a fan, somebody had a bad experience with them. And I'm like, oh, so I feel like it's my job to balance the karma on that sometimes. And so when I found out she was a fan, Spike um, was actually the person I hung out with the entire day that oh. I was on Buffy because he was shooting. Oh, man. One of the coolest humans I've ever met. And, um, and so I told her that I was like, just so you know, he's just a really genuinely cool guy. And she was texting and she looked up at me and I'm not even kidding you. She burst into tears. What? And I was like, awkward. Like Buffy's giving me very awkward <laughs> situation. I was like, what is going on? And I just sat there and she, when she stopped crying, she said to me, that moment on Buffy gave me the courage to leave my abusive boyfriend. What? And I was like, holy f right like what else do you say oh. i was like wow that's the magic of media right that's the magic of what we do and for me that was the moment i realized there really aren't any small parts no way I mean, seven seconds there were no lines and yet five years later someone recognized me and was so emotional that she cried and it was a moment that like gave her courage so it's one of my favorite stories to share because I feel like we all have those types of stories in our lives, right? Where we empowered somebody without even realizing it. Yeah, and so it's just super cool. It was I feel like we, we I, need to somehow I, get that story to Joss Whedon. Well, I want to share the clip with everyone. Oh, I got to see this now. I want to share the scene because when you watch the scene, you realize how, as a woman, especially how empowering I it is. I want to see it. I haven't seen it. So here's the scene for you. So here's the part where you make a choice. What if you could have that power? Now, in every generation, one slayer is born because a bunch of men who died thousands of years ago made up that rule. They were powerful men. This woman is more powerful than all of them combined. So I say we change the rule. I say my power should be our power. Tomorrow, Willow will use the essence of this scythe to change our destiny. From now on, every girl in the world who might be a slayer will be a slayer. Every girl who could have the power will have the power. Can stand up, will stand up. Slayers, every one of us. Make your choice. Are you ready to be strong? I forget uh, that it's like the feels. So many feels. So great. Also, I want to point out that Dave Hoffman fact checked for us, and it was 2003. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Older than we even thought. Jenna, so technically, they could start a whole new show around you <laughs> called Jenna the Vampire Slayer. That, that's, right? That's really true. That's exactly. accurate. I'm I'm fine to direct that. Do we want to make that? 
<laughs> Let's call him up. <laughs> I think I have the photo here just for anybody who missed it. It's when she stood up at the end. Uh, where is my photo? Right here it is. That's the Jenna. <laughs> You're just a baby. So oh my gosh. Oh, great. I so love that you got to come and tell us that story because we are about to go into our favorite sci-fi TV shows of all time. Before you leave us, do you have, like, is there a show that is your favorite? Is it Buffy? <laughs> um, do you consider, I mean, I would definitely put Buffy in top three, um, but only if you consider alias sci-fi. We, we actually discussed it and we, we decided no. We decided we would put that in high category. It's just, I think it just. Rambaldi. I mean, like Sloan is there at the end, not dying. Like that's sci-fi. Yeah. It's pushing it. Though. It's mostly like realistic. Yeah. So we considered we were like sci-fi had to be anything that had magic or aliens or things that aren't realistic. Yes. At least not to the general public. Yes. If it's not like totally weird, I would say Buffy is 100% my favorite sci-fi show. It may or may not have made my list. You guys will find out. Jenna, thank you so, so, so much for telling your story and joining us. You're the best. See you later. She is sunshine. See? And Maria said she got goosebumps. Aww. And Summer's already putting in her bid for Star Trek. Yeah, does. So I said, what's Summer Walter's favorite show? Star Trek. <laughs> I love this. I love it. So, okay, let's get it going. Okay. So this is favorite sci-fi TV shows of all time, but the caveat was we had to like all the seasons. The seasons. And that's such a hard criteria. Because yeah. you can't say, well, I didn't like the last two, but no. If you didn't like all of them, they can't be in the I top. came across so many shows, and I was like, oh, I love that show. I can't put it in my list. I haven't. Ended. So what is your number five? Oh, okay. We'll get right uh, to it. I'll do number five because it yes. kind of relates to, to summer. Mm-hmm. My number five, which you might be surprised to hear, is Star Trek Discovery. I'm not surprised to hear it. Really? Because I'm a, not a Trekkie. It's a fantastic show. It, I'm not. I don't. I'm not really a Star Trek fan. Um, which Summer might slap me if she was here, but but I do love Discovery. Summer, have so you watched? So you are a Star Trek fan. Have you watched Discovery, Summer? I'm wondering if, if like the the diehard Trekkies love Discovery. Or what? Not. Can I ask you a question? Hmm. What race is Spock? You want me to know the name? Yes. What race is Spock? I, I think I do know this name, but you know it's not it. coming to me. Uh, it's right here on the tip of my tongue, tip of my brain. Give me the first letter. Vulcan. Yes. It came. You are a Star Trek fan. Slowly. But I wouldn't watch the movies again. Or uh, the- you, again, you've seen them before and you enjoyed well, them. I've only. I, I got, you enjoyed them. Anyway, number five is Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> I put on... Jenna says she's a next generationer, which I haven't seen, but I've heard lots of people. May or may not be on my list. Okay, what's your number five? Robotech. (laughs) Is this the one with the really... Is this the... No, this isn't the one with the cousin who was with the... It is! Okay. Yeah, you were referencing Minmay, who kind of hooked up with the cousin, but whatever. And she was like seven, and he was like an adult. (laughs) Oh, God. It's not weird at all. Okay, that was inaccurate. (laughs) Also, I want to bring up cool Robotech action. As was referenced in our trailer. Really? Of all the shows out there, that major number five. Look, I scrolled through a hundred sci-fi shows. I'm like, oh, I love that show. Oh, I didn't see all the seasons. Oh, I can't put this on my list. Robotech, I just kept coming back to. It's as one of those things that in my childhood, it just gave me so much joy. I watched it like a soap opera. And every season I loved. Second being my least favorite. But... Love the Robotech. My number four is The Mandalorian. Funny you should say that. There's only one season to contend with, but... It is my number three. Wow, okay. I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars content out there for TV shows. And I was tempted to put some of the cartoons in, which I love. Mandalorian is... It's it's on level with the movies, if not above the movies. It's groundbreaking. It's awesome. You know what, though? Everyone kind of like, oh, Mandalorian is really cool. It got better every episode. Those first couple of episodes. I thought they were great. You did. Well, it sucked me in because remember the first episode was the Baby Yoda thing and I about lost my shit. Yes. Remember? You lost an arm. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Swearing. You are a swear city. I am. <laughs> but not a lot of. I'm well, I mean, honestly, for a Star Wars fan, what's not to like about Mandalorian? I, I did not like the episode with all of the bounty hunters in that jail thing. I, I hated that episode. But the rest was so stellar. Mandalorian news, which I'll just 
insert right now because I'm not going to bring it up later. Season three is a go with like on track. Yeah, it's insane. It's, they're already, just moving forward. Yeah. Coronavirus or not. Okay. Bring us content. Give me stuff. <laughs> so what is your number four then? My number four is Star Trek The Next Generation. So you agree with Dave Hoffman and Jenna Edwards. I do. Well done, guys. Excellent choice. Every season, loved every part. The arc and the growth of every character, the old characters, the old security officer, everybody. Wesley, come on. I don't know. I've, I've never watched it. It just looks really cheesy to me. It, there is a level of cheese. This is like any show. Like Buffy. Uh, I don't think there's cheese in Buffy. Uh, <laughs> there's a difference between like, like being... Um, Why do we have a conversation? With, like, there's no. There's a difference between cheesy, like kind of bad acting or cheesy writing, versus we're being like kitschy on purpose. That's okay. actually smart. It's not cheese. There's no bad acting in the Next Generation, okay. just like there's no bad acting in Buffy. Okay. 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 They're high level shows. Okay. okay. The casting uh, Jenna process. Jenna says she had the biggest crush on Wesley. That is. Was, is that who uh, Will Wheaton played? Yeah. I knew that. Somehow. Really, Jenna? <laughs> uh, Dave says Sir Patrick Stewart is a god. He is. Oh, he's in that one. But we didn't like, um, we tried to watch Picard and we couldn't get through it. So that makes me think Picard must be better than Next Generation. Did you just say, oh yeah, he's in that? I don't know. I don't know this show. The whole spinoff Picard is based I on his character I thought there was no the nerd shaming in the, the show. I'm not shaming you. I love you. <laughs> I actually needed to press <laughs> Uh, and Genesis, you're right. No cheese. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, people are right, So what's your? So that was your number four. Yeah, you go. So my number three is upload. Oh, I forgot about. I get only one season. Oh, but it's so stand out. I cannot wait for another one. Yeah, it is by far one of the best shows Con out right from now. From concept to execute. You know what's so funny that I had a big problem with the way it was shot, like tone, tone, and stylistically. Didn't it look weird a little bit the way it was shot? Now I'm so used to it. I just I, I, I don't think it looked weird at all. Huh? I think it looked totally fine. Interesting. It's totally normal. Okay. Well, that, actually, maybe that's why. It actually was. We watched the trailer for it, and we thought this is gonna be stupid, but we have nothing else to watch, mm -hmm. and we were sucked in immediately. Yes. If you haven't watched it, it's Upload on Amazon. On Amazon. It's Ooh, so, so good. It. All right, so your number three we've already done, which was Mandalorian. Yes. So what's your number two? Futurama, which I was surprised I had two cartoons in this list. Don't okay. give me that face. You love The Simpsons. I should have actually made a no cartoon rule. Yeah, but you didn't. I didn't. So, yeah. I, I mean, I wanted to consider shows like I watched Buffy, like my old roommate in Pasadena when I first moved to LA. Like we watched it religiously. But why so I only Futurama? had a couple seasons under my Futurama. The, just like any of the other great shows, the, all the characters you love, all of them, you know, and the growth and the hilarity of it's just like The Simpsons, but in a sci fi setting. And it's also hilarious. I tried to watch a couple episodes. I couldn't get into it. Well, kiss my shiny robot. <laughs> I forgot Bender's line. Anyone know? I right, well, my number. Kiss my shiny metal ass. You <laughs> <laughs> need a lightsaber button when I see it coming. So my number two is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. You're in the shirt. Oh, that. Oh, I, I just noticed that. Um, my vampire boyfriend. <laughs> is that a real? He's not human, so I can. I, like, it's okay to have vampire. So it was on right? for seven seasons, meaning it started in 1996. Wow, wow. I not only do I love Buffy, but Buffy has one of the, my favorite episodes of television of all time, which is the musical episode. You've seen it. Uh, I think retroactively. It is so good. And I love the moments on that musical episode where like Spike, because every in the musical episode, if you don't watch Buffy or haven't seen it, basically everybody has to sing. Like it's just like there's a spell that's making people do musicals. And Buff, Spike is like the tough guy and like brooding. Right. And at one point, and, but they're, everybody's singing their real feelings. They can't stop it. Their real feelings are coming out. And Buffy comes over and she's mad. She's trying to get information from Spike. And all of a sudden he's like, get out. Get I should get her to get out and she's not leaving. And he just kind of puts his arm in the door and he goes, <sighs> and he starts singing because he's like, I can't find it. Here it comes. I love it. It's so good. Was Nathan Fillion ever in? Uh, Jenna, my vampire boyfriend is Spike. You can't have him. 
Now, when I watched the show, I did love Angel. I think Spike but in, is for everyone. In later years, Angel's David Boreanaz got such a bad rep, rap, reputation, sort of for me. Really? Around what town. happened? What happened? I, I just, I don't know. He just, he hasn't been known to be the nicest person. I, I hope oh. he is. I hope it's wrong because I did love Angel. I thought it was great, and I loved the Angel spinoff. Um, but was but it was Nathan, always about Spike. It was always about Spike. Nathan Fillion on Buffy? No. Yes. I don't. Well, I wouldn't have known who he was then. So, but okay. I have a feeling no. But maybe. Okay. Maybe. Sometimes you see these actors back when you rewatch things, and you're like surprised. Where's our wonderful? Uh, I I guarantee I can guess John Curtis's number one no, you unless can't. he went a direction I wouldn't have expected. You probably peaked. So here's my thought because I was going to tell you. Okay, first I'll say what I think it is, and then I'll tell you what I was going to tell you where you couldn't have picked it. But you picked Mystery Science Theater. You 2000. peaked. Here's why I know you would have picked it. Why? Because my brain was like, I should tell John that MST doesn't count because it's not, it's about the movies. But then I went, well, it is about the show. And I couldn't get a good enough reason not to let you count it. So I knew if you didn't, I thought it'd be lower. I thought it'd be like four or five. Okay. So the character, he lives on the satellite of love in outer space. Yes. And then he actually watches sci-fi movies sometimes. Sometimes. Every times. <laughs> It's a sci-fi show. No, you're right. I couldn't. I was. I couldn't find a good enough. Experience. But if you'll see this, I was like MST3K question mark. Can I talk about it? And then I'm like, <laughs> it keeps coming back. I love the show. I've loved it my whole life. I'm a car, literally a card-carrying member. Yeah, he is of the fan club. I wish I had that card right now to show them. It's an original. I could get it. Did we laminate it or something? So I laminated it, it so it wouldn't get all messed up. I laminated it as a kid by putting tape on both sides of the paper. That they, and it's, it's got they really literally cursive they sent you back in the 90s they sent you this dot matrix printed paper that said mystery science theater fan club member number what blah 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 so i laminated it myself with tape put it in my wallet it's been there ever since you know how bad i would love joel to come be on our show be a guest joel hodgson show. would be what a guy i tweeted him once to be like hey we're gonna be in san diego or wherever we went for the show <laughs> We got to get him on the show. We have to. I, well, the thing is, you actually made me a fan of MST. I really loved the Jonah season one of Jonah when he, they, that's, was I introduced before that? You were, because I'm such a nerd and thank God. Oh, yeah, you did like you Space Mutiny. Me me and, uh, yeah. I forced her to watch these movies and she didn't run out the door. Well, you, <laughs> luckily, you're cute. <laughs> yes. No, there's, there's a couple older ones that, I'm like, okay, I can get it. But I think Jonah's episodes are the first ones I laughed well, at and, and I love the sketches. So Joel Hodgson was the host of the show originally for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Oh, for five. And then Mike took over for five. Uh, and then it changed. It was gone for a decade or even longer, two decades. So it came back on Netflix with Jonah. And he took the show to a whole new level. And I think, what I, if I remember correctly, Joel found Jonah at a stand-up. Like Jonah was doing stand-up at a club or something. Mm -hmm. And Joel found him. Yep. I love that story. God, it's great. And now poor Jonah, he will be the most one of the most famous nerds ever for the rest of his life. He loves it. <laughs> he better love he it, is buddy. Embracing it. <laughs> All right, my uh, oh wait, Dave Hoffman says Nathan Fillion played Caleb on Buffy during the final season. I, there you go. <sighs> we have the best nerds ever. I know. Dave actually should be our official like fact checker. Like yeah. Dave, you're just going to be here. We should actually give a little side. Like, oh, we should have like a little tiny pop up camera. Yeah. So we could just pop Dave in once in a while with like. Check. <laughs> you know, if we figure out Dave doesn't have any NDAs that he has to worry about, we got to get him on the show for a shield. Well, if the show's over, <laughs> well, we'll see. Can't you talk about it? <laughs> I want secrets. I would put Agents of Shield on my list, but Jenna also uh, didn't see every season. Jenna also wants to uh, give you uh, some respect for your DIY laminate. Jenna's Thank also you very a much. crafter. So my number one is The Magicians. Ha. I couldn't think of, a sh think of a show that affected me more, that I missed the characters more, that I, I loved more. They even had a musical episode every season, like just like for me. It was just for me. Not for you, Dave Hoffman, because you didn't watch all the seasons. It was for me. On the strength of your recommendation to watch Schitt's Creek and how spectacular that show was, I need to go back and watch Magicians. Would so you watch I, that again so with me? So here's the thing. I have the same feeling. Remember when before you watched Schitt's Creek, I never pushed it because I kept being like, I can't tell if you would or wouldn't. I don't know. But then I was like, I, I I love it so much. Watch it. Okay. And I and you actually ended up liking it. And I wasn't sure. So I feel the same way with Magicians. I'm like, will you? And Hoffman can attest. We, we watched season one together. And 
we both every episode after season one we're like do we want to watch more I, but it was enough to make you watch it right but then season two they found their footing and it was mm. so good so you kind of have to get to that first season okay. but the answer is what i watched again I, yes okay like create another show. I don't, my worry is like a thing with the Shit's Creek. I watched it again and I had another hole in my heart after it was well, over. Well, as you know, though, right now our plate is a little full. Oh my God. I wanted to slap him yesterday. <laughs> He's like, oh man, we have to watch that Netflix movie. And oh, and, and Madam Secretary, our plate is so full. And I was like, our plate is full. And I, of course, meant our viewing plate. Like it's a to-do list. You have to watch these things. This is supposed to be my relaxation time. And now it's on my plate. It's another thing on my long to-do list of things I have to do. By the way, this is how good Shit's Creek is. Well, Jenna she Farron never... says, I love Shit's Creek. I got to put, I forgot I could put these up so everybody can see. So Shit's Creek, she, this one right here, never watches a series or a show again. Never. So she turns to me and goes, I'll watch Shit's Creek with you again. Which she did. Loved every episode of it. She goes, I'll watch it for a third time. I kind of want to watch it again. Holy It's just moly. so much. It's perfect for this time. It's like, it's just love. It's just un, unabashedly, all-accepting. Yeah, love. It's great. It's so good. We just rewatched the scene where he's trying to fold cheese. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> fold it. I got to find it. I got to find that. Yes. We, you know, we'll show it. We'll show it next time. Uh, so Maria says, my number one is, and I hate to admit this, but I love True Blood. Oh my God. Jason loves me in spite of this. <laughs> well, she, you know what? You're not alone, Maria. There are a lot of people out there that love True Blood. I like True Blood a I lot. I liked it too until it just wasn't interesting anymore. I just stopped oh, watching. I watched it all the way to the end. Oh, really? I loved it. But it's not in my top. They, they started getting into the whole like fairy world and it just it was I mean, getting a lot. It was a lot. Shows have to find, have to, they have to kind of push through something they set up to get through the other side and then they're good again, you right, know? Right, that's true. Um, some of my honorable where, mentions were- Where are all the people who played main characters in True Blood? None uh, of them went, oh, well, Skarsgård, I guess he's doing. No, they all are. Um, I forget all their names because Quarantine Brain, I can't remember Well, names. what's your, Anna problem. Paquin Anna is Paquin, married to she, she the was vampire. In a, she was in a pop show, actually, the same network Ships Creek was on. Oh, well, there you uh, go. I'm completely wrong. So so I want to address Dave's comment because this is what I was about to say okay. when you were talking about Shit's Creek. He says, I could not get past episode one of Shit's Creek. So, oh. No, 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 no. I need to speak of this because this is a problem. Dave, so you know me. I watch things while I work. So I was half kind of watching when I first started. It was just something in the background. I probably wouldn't have kept watching either. But I got to promise you this. If you get to the point where David meets his boyfriend, I'm, I know it's a spoiler, but I have to tell them this. This is this is people who no, don't want to watch you it. You don't need to say yes. that. By the time if you get if you get to the episode where David meets Patrick, which is in season one, you could go ahead, get angry. You can't do that. I can do whatever I want. What? If you haven't watched Shit's Creek yet, you're getting spoilers. You had on a show. whole episode of this show where it was like spoilers. Don't give a spoiler. I hate spoilers. But also, we're about to watch Shit's Creek for a third time. So yeah, if he hasn't watched it. He just said he doesn't like past episode one. So we're going to talk about this. You could you could say these words today. I'm going to look right in the camera and say this. I promise you it gets better. You can't say that to someone because I would be like, I don't care. What I'm telling you is if you even if you skip episodes but shouldn't skip episodes because trust me, they grow on you. There's so much so much subtlety that you're not realizing in episode one. These characters so grow on you because I don't think you were in love after episode one either. I liked it though. But by the time David meets Patrick, okay, just stop. You are just, in love. No, you are in love with the show. It, it, it just gets better and better and better and better. I promise you. You know what? You did this. There is no show on air that I've ever seen that I've loved like Shit's Creek. And you know me, Hoff. I am so critical and I hate everything. So, <laughs> what was, else can I spoil for you that today? That was my hiss. So you, you created this monster. If you have I seen, hate the spoilers way more now than I, I used love to. It. I love it. Maria says, This is so funny. The mutual frustration making me LOL. I think Maria has she she like really enjoys it when we argue. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh uh Genesis to Dave. Just want, uh, just wait. I think she's mean. It's so good. It took me forever to watch it. And I'm so glad I did. Nice. We have had this conversation. And once you're in the Shits Creek world, you do. You just love it. You know, love Summer's it, got it, an it. honorable mention that we should probably throw up because it's a really good one. Uh, the Twilight Zone for the original one. 
I, I've watched a few episodes of original one. I could see why people loved it. It was, it was fantastic. The new one is just okay. I really like Jen McGowan's episode, but like. But they're great. It's just unique original stories. I, I like it. Uh, yeah. just one of my honorable mentions I think you may agree with is Orville. Oh, oh, it's on my honorable mention too. I almost made my list, but it just the other ones were better for me. There, I didn't want to give any more Star Trek shows spots in my list. So I grouped them all together and I had the next generation, I had Discovery, and I had Orville. So and I'm counting Orville as a Star Discovery Trek. Discovery for you. Say so what? Next generation beat yes. Discovery for you. Yes. Discovery has a finite amount of seasons right now, and it doesn't even come close to like the legendary, you know. But Orville, if you haven't watched it, if you are a Star Trek fan, the fun thing about Orville is it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, it's it is supposed to be a comedy, although it's also not. Um, people, yeah. But what 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 I think why I liked it was it was like you're finally seeing your Star Trek people that you would watch do these serious jobs all the time, like just having lunch and talking about a guy, you're yeah. like just regular people on the ship. But you know what the show does? That's amazing. And the people who chimed in and said they loved The Next Generation, the Orville purposefully tries to, like, imic or, uh, imitate, intimate, I should say, the feel of The Next Generation specifically. I could see that. Yeah. And they do have all the storylines that are, you know, that are, like, trying to make humanity a better place, basically, which I like a lot. Mm -hmm. But just, like, things... It and the topics, I think they're topical. The topics may be more topical than Star Trek because things like um, when they, they had to choose if they were going to make a baby, uh, change the sex of a baby because of right. the, the species. And we're like, humans are like, you can't do that. They have to choose. But yeah. then the species is like, but this is our way. So they really tackle these issues. I know. It's great. Yeah. Um, another honorable mention for me was Orphan Black. Oh, nice. Which I don't know how you I never, didn't finish. I didn't finish, but I want to go back to it. Orphan Black is one of the best shows that ever aired. Mm -hmm. Tatiana plays these characters that you literally... She plays all these characters. And you have to constantly remind yourself, oh my God, wait, that's her and her. It's so good. And it's so in-depth with the, how the clones work that they actually had actors that were certain characters all the time. Mm -hmm. So there was an actor who was always, say, the one sister... But then they would, so she, so Tatiana would have that person to act with. It's mm -hmm. so, she's it's such really a talent. It's really interesting. Uh, a lot more honorable mentions <laughs> popping up from the audience there. Barton wants to know, does anyone remember Farscape? I don't, never even heard of Farscape. So I guess, no. No. Uh, but Jenna agrees, love Orphan Black. I mean, OMG. Mm -hmm. Totally. Oh, Dave, Doctor Who. There's huge legions of Doctor Who fans out there. Yeah. Do we, we need to give it a try at some well, point? Well, we tried it. Did remember? we try it? We tried it, but I don't remember ever watching. We watched did. An episode. We did. We I watched know. the pilot. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Okay, when we watch it again with his other girlfriend from the past, <laughs> when we watch it again, you'll be like, "Oh, you we know what? We never watched Doctor Who. Fine. I've watched pieces okay. of it when, like, when Hoff or Harley had it on, and I was like, that seems cheesy." Okay. Oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> because we know who's always right in this relationship. Oh my God, you were already wrong today. I'm never wrong. Oh my on. God. No, but um, what you might be thinking about is Sherlock. You liked Sherlock, and I didn't. No, like no, it. I know. Oh, That's okay. different, though. Uh, Farscape was a sci fi from the 90s that I do not remember. Jason Smith says, Did Sequest DSV make the list? I don't know what Sequest DSV is. No. Um, also, Jason, not, I though, really Jason. wish you were here for the beginning because I need you needed to hear this video game stuff. I needed backup on this. Um, but yes, Doctor um, Doctor Who is one of the list that I probably would. Start. I wanted these. I wanted to give some eighties honorable well, mentions. Summer Walters remembers Farscape. It didn't stick to my heart though. Got a lot of and heart. Summer has stuff. a big heart, yes. so it must have not been that. Great. Uh, honorable mentions to the eighties: Battlestar Galactica, uh, Buck Rogers. I want you know. Those... I don't remember, I didn't watch Battlestar. I don't think I watched Buck Rogers. Eh, they just I, I I thought of them and I had good feelings. And it, uh, oh, speaking of speaking of eighties, then V. Yeah, oh. I loved V as a kid, and I actually liked the new V. I when liked it came the new V a lot. Yeah, yeah. So V almost made my list because of having that time span. Mm -hmm. But again, it just it was just honorable mention. Another honorable mention that you don't really love, but most of us do. Stranger Things. It was so close to my. I list. mean, I like it. It just I couldn't reel me in. 
Yeah, it's so weird. I really like it. And I think most of us 80s kids do. We enjoy the nostalgia of it. This is probably the biggest honorable mention I wanted to talk about. And maybe we want to visit it. I tried Firefly. No, no, no. Well, I love Firefly, honorable mention. But um, that's not what you were going to say. No, it's not. I was trying to guess. So we were watching Simpsons and um, who played uh, MacGyver? Oh, um, the guy who plays MacGyver. Yeah, I don't know his name, but yeah. Richard Dean Anderson. Okay. So he was on the Simpsons episode. It was hilarious. Selma and Patty kidnapped him. But it reminded me of Stargate. And there's... How many of these space shows are there? Well, Stargate has spinoffs from itself. I, it's so too much. It's too much. It is a lot. It's making my brain Anyone swirl. seen Stargate? Any good? Oh, all right. Uh, what was... Oh, um, so Dave is saying that Doctor Who will only be available on HBO Max now. Ooh. Ooh. HBO Max... This okay. I was I didn't have this for nerd news. I'm just gonna throw it out there now. It has a new Harley Quinn cartoon, mm-hmm. and it's rated R. It's HBO. Is there naked people in it? I, I don't I know. I mean, it's HBO. They always have everybody, someone's always naked. Naked cartoons. Who would like that? <laughs> uh, I. That's all of my honorable mentions on all of my list. That's it. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Look at us Woo. actually finishing it on time for nerd news. What? what did you say? I think it's time for nerd news. And yes, Jenna, my head did explode because there's too many space shows. I can't squeeze them all in here. <laughs> uh, Summer says, me too, Jenna. Okay. So this is the one that I think is really interesting. I want to share the picture on it. Mm-hmm. So Disney confirms the first bisexual lead character who is also multicultural. Wow. It's coming to Disney Plus. It's a series. And what I love so much is that um, also I thought it was pretty funny because I was like Disney. Disney not only had like the uh, the multicultural cartoon. They're like, we're going to already get Christians in a bind for that. We're also going to make her bisexual. Christians are going to be boycotting Disney Plus. And he, oh no no oh, and then they and then on top of that they went and she's a witch. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a Satan movie right but, there. But um, the Dana Terrace is the creator, and I wanted to give her a shout out. I don't know her personally, but it was her. She stuck to her guns the whole time. She was like, no, the this the character needs to be bisexual. Wow. And the Disney ended up you know backing her. She, we, you need to talk to her on how to pitch. Because <laughs> I know she. <laughs> I know. Wow. Uh, I got some nerd news, but okay. you're going to have to share my screen as soon as I tell you to. Okay, well, while you look for that, other good news for all of us TV watchers that are dying. So Hollywood has started to go back to work. We are going to start seeing shows again, hopefully sort of fallish. Maybe it won't be like September, October, but um, The Connors is definitely back. They're filming. Um, most of the comedies, I think, are going back. So nice. we're going to finally start seeing shows, which is great. Are you ready for this? No, my f- screen... Everything, okay, I thought it froze. This is why I tell him to send me his stuff so I can have it prepped. It's it's not opening. What's not opening? What do you want to do? Just click that little... Uh, this, right there. I'm double-clicking that. Oh, my gosh. You were, like, just See, it's no, not no, working. No, you go like this. I don't know what you did to your computer. Uh-huh. Well, oh, okay. You're going to show it. What else uh, you, you got? Well, get, no, give something else because I'm going to try to make this work. <laughs> okay, all on me. Oh, this one, I think our, our nerd audience will find hilarious. I actually don't have the screenshot of it, though. So remember back when we did the, like, buddy comedies or we were like, who should who should remake 80s movies with buddy comedies? Oh, yeah. We were ca- yeah, 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 you know, yeah. casting them. Yep. So they are going to remake uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What? No. And guess who they're recasting with? It? This better be good. Will Smith and Kevin Hart. What? What? I know. I feel this. I'm like, oh, I, we're going to see it, obviously. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, oh, I want to address Jenna's question. So she says, did no one mention Supernatural? Definitely top five for her. So here's the interesting thing. I never watched it until recently, uh-huh. like maybe three weeks ago I started. I'm in season five. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, but I haven't watched enough to be able to be like, I'm in love with it, put it in. And uh-huh. I also haven't grown up with it like a lot of people because it's been on the air for like, what, 16 years or something? People have literally spent their entire adult lives w- with these guys. They've all grown up together. Mm-hmm. I don't have that experience. 
but I am enjoying it. It's very fun. I definitely am a fan for right. sure. I'm skipping to a different nerd news because of what Jenna just said. Okay. So this is a spoiler alert for casting for okay. season three of The Boys. So if you don't want to know about it, give me like 30 seconds. Jensen Eccles has just been cast as a main character in season three of The Boys. And Jensen plays Sam on Supernatural. Oh, he's going to bring in lots of viewers on an already awesome show. I almost put that up on my nerd news, but some other things bumped it. But I do think it's smart on the, uh, on the boys because, because Supernatural's ended and everybody's going to want to see what he's doing next. They've made a very smart choice. Yes. Um, I think he's, he's talented. However, I do not like the boys. I think it's violent and misogynistic. It's and, not misogynistic. Well, I didn't get through enough episodes then for not to be. I just didn't like it. I'm trying to. Uh, da, 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 da. You have something to share with us now? Okay, wait. Before it, I, we do it. Okay. Uh, you like to fly, don't you? I like to fly? Yeah. Like with wings? No, you like to, well, in a non magical way, you like to get on a plane and I fly. I hate airplanes. I know. And now you're going to hate it more because oh, guess God. what? 747, Boeing 747s still get software updates via floppy disk. Oh, Please God. share the screen. Oh, God. Can you make it full screen? Uh, yes. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Floppy disks. Also, We're all going to die. I would like to point out something <laughs> so that he would maybe listen to me on the next episode of the show. So I would like you to look at what this is showing on the screen. It's showing your entire computer. Yeah, there's no which porn. Is why I, which is why I said, please, when you want to do screen share, do it the correct way and you share just the application. Well, I window. originally wanted to do the picture, which took up the whole screen. But it didn't work. It didn't work. So have it up. Oh, my God. Have it ready. Moving on. <laughs> that is actually pretty terrifying. Yes. Wow. They even make floppy disks. I guess they still make, like, the floppy disk makers are still in business because of. <laughs> I literally think, well. <laughs> still in business. Boeing probably got their hands on, like, the last stash. That and can't like, be true. We need to keep updating the plane, How so let's hold not, on. I don't. I just, that can't be true. You would think at one point they want to upgrade. <laughs> Just, you know, we uh, could do this via Wi-Fi. Summer says she'd watch the pairing of uh, the new plane trains automobile, Kevin Hart, Will Smith. It's so funny. That's I've watched movie. every Kevin Hart movie, and I've even kind of warmed up to him, especially since Central Intelligence. Uh huh. And I'm still here, like, uh, hear his name attached to a movie, and I'd be like, well, well. well, I have something for you to make you guys happy, I hope. Okay. You can already pre-order Bill and Ted. It's going straight to video on demand. Oh. August 28th. So this Man. Friday, this Friday, Bill and Ted. We, well, what are you going to do? I know. Stupid coronavirus. I wanted to see it in the theater but so what bad. what are you going to do? So you should be happy. It's coming I out on know. Friday. You have something to watch. We are going to watch it. We got to make a lot of popcorn, okay? <laughs> like extra buttery and salty this time. So I'm glad you put that up because that brings me to my next nerd news. <laughs> okay. There's a study that came out and it said moviegoers aren't planning on returning to the theaters anytime soon. The poll, only 12% said they'd see a movie in a theater, given the option to see it 90 days later at home, which seems to be the new normal. Because of all the home watching everyone's doing, they're like, well, is there really a need to go to the theater anymore? There's a need to go to the theater. Well, you're in the minority. You can't get the same, there, like even a comedy, for instance. When you watch a comedy at home by yourself, it may be funny. When you watch it in an audience full of people laughing, there's an energy that affects you that makes it actually be funnier. Yeah. I make films for the theater. I want, we made playing with Beethoven on very little money. Summer can tell you. She's my executive producer. Hi, nerd, Summer. She's been on the show. Listen, <laughs> made on no money. And we still wanted it in a the theater because it was made to have music surround you during the movie. Yeah. And well, now everybody's going to watch it on video at home by themselves first. And it's not the same experience. And I'm really worried about reviews, to be honest. On <laughs> small screens. <sighs> yep. Go to the theater, people. What else you got? Corona be darned. Um, Jenna, I wonder if it'll be the drive-in theater. That's actually a good point. Bill and Ted could end up being oh, the drive-in. That could be the thing that finally gets us to drive out. We need to do it then. We'll have to keep an eye right, on that. I got something, actually. Okay, hold on. You keep bringing up stuff that ties into my next thing. Hold on, everybody's got things to say about things no. we've been talking about. Um, and Jenna also says we've McKee, been Brian McKee, how are you? Minority a long time. Mm -hmm. This is not a new thing. Uh, Jason Barton, Jenna's right. There's an electric feel in the theater, especially opening nights. 
Oh, for sure. Brian McKee agrees with you. And you see that? Need theaters. Uh, going to the theater is the Barton's Fave. Where's McKee at? He's right there. Wait, where? Hi, there he is. It keeps moving. Everybody keeps making comments. Oh, and I that's can't why. Put it up. <laughs> McKee says, I'm with Jen. Need theater. See, I like to put up things where people say, Jen is right, or I'm with Jen, or... <laughs> Look, I love the theater. Just, Give me that... smile at the camera. Nothing... Let me make that be afraid. You make really good popcorn, but honestly, is it exactly like the movie theater? It's actually better than the stupid movie theater. It's cheaper, and it's healthier, cheaper, and it tastes better. Healthier does not taste better. It does... I'm not making you any more than... I'm going to sit there and eat in front of you. <laughs> oh, go get your movie theater popcorn. It tastes better. All right, you were talking about but making movies, that. right? So you know how the robots coming out for bartending, my my future's in jeopardy, and they've got AI that are creating their own poems now. Well, guess what, filmmaker? AI can bartend, make poems, and now they can create whole movies. The AI creates the dialogue, then creates the music, and then creates the whole action and like animates. Yes, but I actually am familiar with these programs. And what they do is they feed a lot of information in to, say, an AI, and they spit something out that doesn't necessarily have heart or feeling or even make sense all the time. So I'm not completely, I'm not worried at this stage. How familiar are you with the AI program of the movie? Wow. I think we uh, we just jumped the shark on that. Um, <laughs> Jenna agrees with you. She super misses movie theater popcorn. Jenna, you have to try our recipe. I will send it to you. It's good. It's really good. And it's the closest you're going to get to movie theater. Because we actually did scientific studies for you guys. I am agreeing with but you. But I'm just saying, we did scientific studies. But we did we did all kinds of tests with, with different type, different amounts of the ingredients, yes. different types of yes. ingredients. All we true. found it. We found it. And it's healthier than movie theater popcorn. Still doesn't compare. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well... John's annoying me, so we got to <laughs> No, wait. I have one more thing. I have one more thing. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'll say that for next week, actually. No, it'll, it'll, it. it'll, it'll live. It'll live. Just say it. All right. You'll forget. There's a British scientist who's going to become the first cyborg ever. So he's, really? suffer he's suffering from the same disease that Stephen Hawking suffered from. So he's okay. losing all his mobility, speech, everything. Okay. And he's creating... He's, he has a master's in AI. He has a PhD in robotics. They're putting a computer in his head that's going to track his electrical impulses and tell his body to move in certain wow. ways. And he's ha already had the surgeries, so he doesn't need caretaker for eating and pooping. We always bring pooping to the show for your Yeah, I had to slide it in there or slide it out. As you will. Okay. All right. You were that, right. We've that, jumped the shark. That's pretty cool, though. Okay, so on our way out, I found something <laughs> that I don't know. That I hope you haven't seen it. I'm going to show it to you now. Okay. Somebody redid the Thundercats opening. Oh, Have you seen it? Uh, how did I not include this in Nerd News? It's so cool. So you did see it. It's so cool. So I don't need to show it. Then. Yes. Show her. Show her. What the I'm bad? surprise you, but you've already seen it. So, okay, fine. So somebody redid the Thundercats opening frame by frame, but using like CGI yeah. animation. It's so great. I really wish you hadn't seen thunder, it. But thunder, okay. thunder, thunder, Nerds, as always, thank Meow. you for your morning and for putting up with this insanity that is Two Nerds in a Garage. Bye, nerds.
You've been listening to Two Nerds in a Garage podcast. If you're having fun nerding out with us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review as it really helps others find the show and help us. We're also on all of your other favorite podcast apps, as well as on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This show is supported by our listeners just like you. Please visit twonerdsinagarage.com to find all the ways you can help keep supporting us, including our merch shop and direct donations through PayPal. Thank you again for being on this hero's journey with us.